Welcome back to And Counting. This is Alyssa. And this is Steve McMasters, and we are 849 days and counting since we tied the knot. Today we're going to talk about our favorite marriage rule, and that is the 10 out of 10 rule. The 10 out of 10 rule is like the trump card in a relationship. It allows you to analyze the situations that you're having a hard time making compromises on and determine how important it is to you from a scale of 1 to 10. If something's not at all important to you, like you don't really care what you have for dinner and like for real, not just like, I don't care, but you actually know exactly what you want. You just want your partner to know what you want. I got you. I understand that's a thing. But if you actually don't care, it's a one. If you're like, I don't mind, we can have pasta or pizza or whatever. That's a one out of 10. Now, if something is very important to you, say you have something from your grandmother that you absolutely adore and you never want to let go of and you love presenting it in your home and it is a hill that you will die on, that is a 10. The 10 out of 10 rule allows you to determine how important something is for yourself and your partner and allows you to make really hard decisions. The 10 out of 10 rule is a marriage tip that we got from our friends Tom and Loretta. So they've been married for over 30 years and... There was this instance in their shop where we were looking up at the wall and there's this 10 foot tail of a pike or trout or something hanging on the wall. And Alyssa asked Loretta, is like, oh, that's kind of neat. And she goes, yeah. So when I wanted Tom to get rid of that, he looked at me and said, nope, that's a 10. So ultimately it had to stay hanging in the shop. Ever since that moment, we thought it was such a great way to determine if something was important to us or not as important as we thought it was. So whenever we have a disagreement of any kind, we stop and we ask, what is this? Is this a one or a 10? And honestly, often it'll be somewhere around a four or a five. So even in the moment, it might feel like a lot. I might feel angry. I might feel really specific about this situation. The reality is, is it's really only a four or a five. There's really only a handful of things that are hills that we each will die on. So we've prepared a couple of different items that we'd love to share with you guys now. First, we're going to start with some of the funny ones. We're going to give you your laughs. We're going to give you the ones that you guys can all relate to. The things that are just going to make you laugh a little bit and go, yeah, I understand why Alyssa is so annoyed at that. After the fun topics, we're going to get into some more serious topics and how the 10 out of 10 rule really helped us in some really big compromising. Let's start with Steve's first 10 out of 10 rule, and that is the poster of Kramer from Seinfeld. (laughs) Gentlemen, I'm sure that almost all of you had this in your frat house. In college, you had this picture of Kramer standing with his hands on his crotch. Posing. Sorry, posing with his hand on his crotch looking i don't know proud and 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 terrifying at the same time hideous yet scintillating yet you can't look away this is a work of art this isn't a poster this is a painting okay and ladies and maybe gentlemen you know what it's like when you're in college you have a couple too many drinks you go back to a frat house you go back to somebody's guy's house or girl's house and you wake up with a little bit of regret You know, you still have your makeup on, you didn't take it off, you roll over and you notice that there's only one pillow in the bed and typically the gentleman has it. You try to find your keys, you try to find your wallet and as you turn to the other side of the room, here's the fucking Kramer poster. 
that poster is staring at you. And that's why I didn't want it in my house. It brought back a lot of memories, <laughs> good and bad. But I was like, see, if we're moving in together, we're making a beautiful home. Kramer may not be above my fireplace. So this is the first the first house we lived together with. And do you remember when, when I brought it in? Where I hung it? I When you brought it in the house, <laughs> I thought for sure that I would be like, okay, um, we're just not going to hang it up. We're going to pretend there's no space for it. And then he's just going to get rid of it. But nope, he pulled the trump card. And above our toilet place, toilet seat, it sat for a year. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better place for it. I mean, above the bed was out of the question. I knew that. So I thought, what better place than the bathroom. And I get it. Now, with a trump card, there also is a little bit of compromise to it. It doesn't mean that the trump card, you know, Kramer has to be above our bed, but it does mean that Steve may not throw out Kramer. So now, Kramer is in our basement. Kramer stares at me as I walk down the stairs to the basement to grab chicken or anything down there in the deep freeze. And I just understand that it's a trump card. You can't help but smile when you look at it, though. Like, be honest with me. Come on. I hate it. <laughs> so Cosmo, I, Cosmo looks over me now that I, as I work from home in the basement in my in my man cave, and that is where he stays. That's my that's his first trump card. Okay, what's All right. mine? All right, uh, Alyssa's rule of ten. Her trump card. She loves her crystals. She loves her witchy stuff. She loves her incense. She has an altar. Now. I'm a little bit like I, I didn't really understand all of the stuff when we first got together. I've yet since to appreciate it. It's a really big passion of hers and I actually have come to like it. But she came to me and she's like, I really need to set up this altar. And I'm like, what the fuck is an altar? And I'm like, well, what are we sacrificing today? <laughs> and understanding it's a place dedicated for her crystals, her incense. Like, can you elaborate? Like. Yeah, it's a it's a space that I get to decorate for all the different seasons. I have it that just really brings a lot of positive energy to the home, positive energy to me, and I have all my crystals that all are charged to do different things. You don't have to understand it, <laughs> but you do understand that it's a 10. I understand it's a 10. Until one morning, I, I walked down a very low-lit room in the morning. Maybe I was tired. I'm approaching this thing. And I see what to me looks like a toenail on this altar. In my mind, I'm thinking, she's fucking casting a spell on me <laughs> with my, my toenail. Uh, it turns out it was just like the drawing of a crescent moon on the serving dish. On he her thought altar. it was some kind of love spell, but little does he know <laughs> that's already been done. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so Steve's second 10 out of 10 rule is his fantasy drafts. Fucking right. When we first started dating, there was times that I had like a big event that I really wanted Steve to come to. And he looked at me in the eyes and said, I can't because I have to manage my fake football team. And I thought he was joking at first. I really didn't understand how big of a deal this was. So I was like, get your ass off the couch. We're going to this event. And he said, trump card. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. And I was like, okay, well, how long is it going to take? 20 minutes? He goes, no, it takes four hours. Excuse me. Well, I had three teams I was managing, and this was an off year. So, f fellas, you can understand. Like, give me a break. Fantasy football seasons, one of the best seasons of the year. I got one draft that's an auction-style draft with IDP League, which I know you don't know what that means, but it's a three-and-a-half-hour draft. It takes a long time. You have to have a really good commitment to do it. But now what have you learned from my fantasy? Okay, 
So last year I was asked to be in a fantasy league called Sex in the City. And it's all girls. And most of us have no idea what we're doing. Many of us pick our team based solely on um, how hot we think the players are. There was one girl who her team was the 12 men I'd sleep with in the NFL. Now, I was like, yeah, I'll join mostly because Steve is into it. I'm like, I'll see what it's all about. And my first year, my first Sunday, I woke up early to make sure that all my players were playing and that none of them were benched or none of them were out. So I actually now understand. Yeah, she used used to talk a lot of shit, but uh, now she's got a team of her own, so she loves it. You love it, don't you, darling? Yes, I do. My team is, can I get a what, what? <laughs> and I'm actually very into it. But it took like five years in our relationship of me literally rolling my eyes and Steve continuously pulling the trump card on his fantasy league. Who who was it that got you into that? What what um what friend of yours got My you? My girlfriend Shanda. Shanda, I owe you a big hug. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Even you. though um and she's gonna hate that I said this, but it looks like she might go two losses in two years in a row. But we'll see. Losses as in dead last. <laughs> dead last. Rough. All right. So I got Alyssa's next trump card. So her next ten out of ten is sense. Now, there is a different scent for every season. I didn't know this. I thought there was merely peppermint, aftershave, and vanilla. So after dating Lissa, I have learned there is a variety of different smells, and every bathroom has at least five dedicated smells for the year. And then, obviously, we got the living rooms. Right now, there's pumpkin spice everywhere. we got the fall smells. But every room, every bathroom, bedrooms, you name it, their smells, I can't say I hate it, but it's a lovely tend to have. Now, can you give me some So more? here's my thing. Something about smells make me very happy. Um, and that's all there is to it. And yes, do I need a candle or six in every room? Do I need to spend $200 at Bath, Bath & Body Works every season? No. Does it make me happy? Absolutely. Is it a 10 out of 10 rule to have a different scent in every room? Yes. I think that's what happened. I think it was... You went to Bath and Body Works and you came home with like five bags of candles and soaps. And I went to you like, what the, what the fuck is this? What? I like, I like scents. <laughs> and I said, this is too much. And you went 10. And she was like, okay, that's a 10. So those are our more fun examples of how the 10 out of the one out of 10 or the 10 rule or the Trump rule works in our house. I encourage you to look at your partner, sit down with them, and if you're having a conversation, a discussion, or a full-blown fight, ask them how important it is on a scale of 1 to 10. Often, I will sit there and I'll be like, you know what, really, this is about a 4 for me. Right. I think it's super important um, in the like, when I, when I, cause I feel important about it, but when I really think about how important it is to me... Often it's like a four or five and sometimes it is a 10 for the other person. And that's how we decide on some really big topics as well. That's how we decide things that are really controversial. Things that we're like, you know, this might not be a 10 for you, but it is a 10 for me. So I encourage you to really sit down. If you're having a conversation, really write down the things that you're fighting about and discuss if they are a one or a 10 and be really honest with yourself and be honest with your partner about where that thing lands. You're going to be surprised about what's really important to you and what's not as important to you. 
You are also going to be surprised how much this helps mitigate fights. It's actually very interesting how many, like how many times that this actually saved from what we thought were like real fights, like real discussions, right? And one of the more serious things that came up uh, even before we had kids was, okay, we're going to have kids. Well, how are we going to discipline them? And me forever. I'm like, no, I'm spanking my kids. When they, when they get out of line, like I was spanked growing up. I think I turned out okay. But this was like a hard no. It was a hard no for Liz and this is a 10 for her. For me, spanking was an absolute no and it was like a 10 out of 10 for me. Everybody's different and this doesn't mean that if you spank your kids that you're bad because parenting is hard in general and I know that you are making the right decisions for you and your family, whatever they are. But for me, it was a 10 and for Steve, he was like, well, that's always how it was done and how, what was it for you? Because we fought about this for a while. Yeah. Now, this is how we got in onto the topic. Before we decided to get pregnant, before we decided to have kids, and obviously sometimes people can't make decisions because it just kind of happens, a happy <laughs> little accident happens. But we knew we wanted to start trying, so we really sat down and answered a couple different, um, what do you call it, questionnaires yeah. about parenting and some questions that we want to ask each other. And some really big topics came up that we might have not thought about before, but having a plan of action before we even got pregnant, knowing what would we do in these situations was really, really important to us. Like a lot of the, a lot of the other ones we did were, were pretty straightforward. I don't think there was anything outside of like a handful, like not even a handful, like we're talking like two or three that were real, like really up for debate with us. But this discipline one, like the spanking card, I think with me, I was, I was kind of fooling myself a little bit. It was high up, high up for me because I'm like, no, they get in line. That's, you got to teach them. And so I think I was holding on to like an eight or even a nine at this point, but it was the power of persuasion and actual studies and I don't know what you call it, science, like everything yeah. else that came into play. Now, I'm naive to think that I will never spank because our son is eight months old and he hasn't really done anything that warrants a spanking. So I'm not naive enough to be thinking that this is 100% of the time, but I think it's just important to realize when you're talking about how to parent because you bring two different people with two different upbringings and two different values together, you're bound to have some clash. And of course we did as well. But going through this questionnaire to really figure out where that clash is and then be able to figure out which ones are really, really important to which people and then discuss why is such a great opportunity for growth and for partnership going into parenting. But I think the most important thing is that Steve realized that spanking was about an eight on his scale. And for me, it was a 10. Therefore, my thoughts trump. That's right. And that's how we came to that decision. But that was a like that was a great example of like how this tool works and helps with um, arguments. Now, this obviously isn't for everybody. And sometimes this tool doesn't work, but we have found that it works in most circumstances. Now, I really encourage you to take a look back into your relationship at times that might have felt really challenging when you were having conversations and having to make compromises. Now, I want you to think about how the 10 out of 10 rule or the trump card rule could have made that a little bit easier for you. And now I want, to bring, we want you to bring that into your next conversation. The next time you have um, an issue or you're fighting about something or you really can't come to a compromise, ask yourself and ask your partner, is this a 10? 
So Alyssa, what has been your, like your greatest learning in the last week? Uh, it could be anything. Give me, give me whatever you've learned, like within marriage, maybe there's a, some cool dating advice you learned, something about parenting. What is your takeaway from the last week? Okay. So something happened this weekend that really helped me understand that a really important part about our marriage and why it works so well is whenever I'm excited about something and I feel really confident about something, you don't ever try to bring me down. Mm. And I think that's a really important part, even though sometimes I might spend too much money on bras. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This weekend, I finally... Finally got fitted properly for like the proper size of my new Tatas. Because obviously they're like three times the size that they used to be before breastfeeding. Um, and I just like didn't, I was still trying to squeeze into like my old bras and they felt like sausage casings. So I just like didn't wear bras at all. And then my clothes weren't really fitting and I was like looking kind of frumpy. So I went to Body by Chai. If you're in Calgary, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal lingerie, um, bras, underwears, everything you need. And it's like so, so comfortable to like find things that I literally had to spend so much money um, because I loved everything that she gave me to try on. And I came home and I was like, baby, you got to see this. And so she tells me like, just sit tight. Let me just do a little bit of a model for you. And then I'm going to tell you how much I spent. And so she actually came down. I, I couldn't believe it. Like these bras were phenomenal. The underwear was phenomenal. Was it a little bit more than what, you know, you'd think you'd spend on bras and underwear? Yeah, but you know, when the price, like when she feels so confident and she feels so comfortable. And honestly, I couldn't believe like when you're telling me like some of the other stores and town, like they only go up to a certain size. And then it's like, well, if you're, if your boobs are bigger than that, like tough luck, that's, that's what you got to shove them into. So it was actually a good learning for me, but babe, you look amazing. So beautiful. Thank you. And I think that you saw, like I came down the stairs with my new bra and in like a new shirt and I felt so confident. Like I felt like my shoulders were higher. Like my chest was more open. Like I just felt a lot more confident. I was like walking taller. And instead of being like, babe, that's like a lot of money. You were like, you know what? You feel so good and that's all that matters. So I think that's a really good example of like, sometimes we just have to be really happy for our partner. And if it makes them really happy, just allow that to happen. Again, I, the look on your face when you came down, you were so proud and so excited that I, I, I think I looked at you and said, I don't care what it costs. If this look and this feeling is what it does to you, 100%, spend it every day, all day. And I think that comes down to not just finances and like a financial investment, but also other kind of investments. Um, you know, maybe you're taking some time and doing something that you love that your partner might not like fully understand. What I really learned is just how much my happiness and my confidence is important to you mm-hmm. and almost above all else. So like Alyssa's an energy giver and she just like shines, right? So I feed off her energy and she like does, just gets me going all the time. So if, <laughs> if a bra that makes her feel so comfortable and so sexy and you are Thank like- you. Yeah, I couldn't be more happy with that. Yeah, so that was my learning of this week. Steve, what was your learning of this week? So my learning is, I so I've been working from home the last little bit, and I, I had some time earlier this year where I started working from home, I had to go back to the office, now I'm back at home. And it's really easy to fall into a routine of kind of wake up in the morning, go down to my desk, come up and eat, and then go back to bed at night and not do really anything physical. So, you know, we, we got this Peloton, 
we got some exercise. So for my mental health and for the like overall wellness of our marriage, like I take taking the time to really exercise and feel good to be the best version of myself for our marriage is what I really took away this week. Sometimes like I forgot that and just how good I feel after like a quick workout. It could be 20 minutes, just something, some sort of activity because I, I don't want to be the slug on the couch for you. I want to be the best version of myself. So, you know, put the work in a little bit, get a sweat on. And then, yeah, I, I honestly, that's, that's my biggest takeaway from the week this week. And it's interesting because I've seen a change in your motivation outside of work. Like you get off work and then you're like, Hey, I want to go do this. I want to do this. Where before you were, you know, you put some time and effort into working out you were kind of like, okay, well, let's eat dinner and let's like go to bed, I guess. But now, even after like just this week of like putting a lot of time into yourself and like giving yourself that time to like work out um, and really like fuel your body with that, that kind of energy has made everything for you a lot more fun, it feels. And I love like, you definitely encourage me too, right? Like, like you do this, you, you spin classes all the time. So I know that, or I, I love to think you know that I appreciate that you see me and you encourage me to to get up every day and do that. So thank you. I love you. I see you. And <laughs> I think it's important to allow your partner to have that time, right? Whether you're the mom or the dad. And often, and not in our marriage because we parent a little bit differently, but often in, in relationships, the man kind of gets a lot of time and the woman is lucky to get like an hour. Um, and even when they have that hour, they're told that they should spend that hour with their kids. But we love our kids, but also we also love ourselves. And that's super important. <laughs> it, it's like I go to Costco with Logs and I get a standing ovation and you do it three times a day, every day, and you get no recognition. Yeah, people fucking roll their eyes at me. They're like, oh, here's a fucking crying baby. And you do it. And they're like, wow, what a wonderful saint. What a, what a father, father of the year. Oh, uh, you got to go. You literally like, they're like, oh, you go first, please, please. <laughs> here's a 50% discount because you're amazing. And you are but what the fuck? Yeah, that's right. That is actually a major thing. Like, I think women get shit on for that all the time. Like, they don't get the recognition, especially moms. You don't get a, the recognition you deserve or the praise. Thank you very much. But I think it's a really, really beautiful learnings. And I think it's funny because they're both very similar. It's like allowing space for the other person to feel their best, mm. whether it's you giving them that space or you take that space for yourself. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you are able to take something away from the 10 out of 10 rule and maybe implement it into your next fight. And we also hope that you take a little bit of time for yourself today and you give a little bit more space to your partner. For those of you still listening, we got some bonus content for you. So in addition to the previous 10 out of 10 trump card rules that we had, I have another one for Alyssa. So you know that time like, your hair gets a little bit too long and you know, it's a little bit awkward length and you kind of look like shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Now, when I'm trying to really like get in the mood and get Alyssa all like roaring to go in like intimately in the bedroom, I look like an absolute buffoon. So her 10 out of 10 is I have to wear a hat backwards no matter what. Please elaborate. It just throws off the vibes. <laughs> I'm getting into it and you're like super hot. You're like, you're like, you're getting me ready. And then like you kind of like go to kiss me and all your shaggy hair just is like in my eyes, in my nose. Um, and you just look like you haven't showered for weeks. 
uh, well, I mean, I try and shower every day, but I. <laughs> okay, this I, is also coming from a girl who literally shaves her legs like once a fucking month. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so you know, obviously, you knew I had my hair like down to my nipples at one point, right? But I, I totally get it because I go in the mirror and I look at myself and I'm like, okay, like be sexy, Steve. And I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, there's no fucking way she thinks this is attractive. So yeah, 10 out of 10 when my hair's getting, she's very lovely about it too. She, she might look at me and be like, Oh baby, why don't you just, why don't you put a hat on? And like, t- tells me so sexy, like so nice. And so I'm like, Oh yeah. One sec. <laughs> so I go, I go put a hat on it and we're all good. It took him a while to fully understand what I was doing he thought I just had a thing for hats I'm not the quickest or I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer yes you are you are so smart you just love me so much that you're like I'll do anything for you yeah yeah the subtle hints I'm not so good at (laughs) but yeah we hope you enjoyed this bonus content listen to the next episode coming soon thanks everyone if you like this content and you want to hear more about relationships marriage and parenting please like and subscribe And if you had a few chuckles along the way, be sure to share it with your friends.